the definition of warrior leadership is, I have found my purpose in the world. I have learned how to bring my purpose to others. I am living my purpose, leaving nothing on the table, nothing untried, living my someday goals as now. Welcome to the Warriors at Work podcast, hosted by Jennifer Balcom, president of E9 Corporate Coaching, where we help you become a warrior at work so that you get to fully live. daily podcast episodes in the series called Staying Engaged in Work During a Crisis. Today we're talking about the secret to supercharging your results even now. The reason we're discussing this is because a lot of people are feeling unfocused or lacking engagement at work, which is, happens to be what my company specializes in. Some people are overwhelmed with action happening in 10 different directions. Some people are sprinting through project after project having a hard time making themselves stop at night. Everyone has a different style of responding to adverse circumstances. One of my favorite words that I heard someone create recently is, is the horribilizer, which is one kind of style of responding to these adverse circumstances, which is to horribilize everything. For those of you who aren't working right now, your work may be finding a job. Note that everything I'm saying here applies to you as well. During a crisis, a lot of people feel like they have to be focused on the crisis. If you are one of those people, and I know it is probably motivated by feeling like you need to mentally be with what everyone else is going through. It's probably out of a lot of empathy or worry or concern to watch the news stories, listen to the horribleizers talking about the horrible things that are happening, talk to your friends about what's going on. And, and I realized through all of this that you may be feeling like you couldn't possibly put it down because there's this horrible thing going on and people are going through stuff. How can you just ignore that and not pay attention to it? And if you spend much of your day doing this, A, it will leave you unfocused at work, and B, it'll burn you out. It's just too much to be doing that for a large part of the day. So what I want you to invite invite you to do if you're one of those people is that I'm going to give you permission to let it go part of the time and just take a big breath. And I have a specific suggestion about what to do with this at the end of this podcast. I have a friend who's high, high up in a crisis response organization in a global organization who told me years ago that what they have found is that when people are in a crisis, they forget that there are regular ways of doing things. When a tornado hits or when an earthquake hits, people go, into, naturally, understandably, go into horribleizing mode. 
and everyone's just taken out mentally from their normal way of doing things. And a big piece of what this crisis response organization does is to go in and remind people they have structures, they have leaders, they have people who know how to do things. And it sort of helps refocus everyone on getting things done instead of horribleizing what's happening. I have people who are close to me that are going through some difficult things. There are certainly things happening right now. And if we spend all day on that, it burns us out, leaves us unfocused at work, and disrupts our lives disproportionately. What I want to suggest that you take a look at is that however you are currently responding likely points to what we call in the, in the warrior work course series, what we call your primary warrior block. So warrior blocks are things that we all have that get in all of our way. It tends to be what holds us back in, in most given circumstances, whatever the things, things are that we dream about. It's, it's, the, it's what gets in the way. It's the reason we're not doing it. And most of us have more than one warrior block, but there tends to be one that primarily drives the show. And what's happening most likely right now for you is that whatever your warrior block is, is currently in a little bit of hyperdrive because of everything that's going on. Whatever the thing is that we tend to lean toward as our primary block in times like this just shows up in full force. So now may be a better time than ever to locate what yours is. And I'll give you a couple examples. I have a client whose warrior block is I can't decide. Now she is brilliant, well-educated, keeps herself very busy, well-organized, knows people, has a great personality. And when she comes for appointments, we spend the whole time focusing her on what it is that she wants to accomplish, what her goal is, and what she's going to do that week. And the entire conversation consists of lots and lots and lots of verbal statements and stories and wording, and I spend most of the time trying to rein her in. And usually by the end of the appointment, we get to deciding what her goal is and what she's going to do that week. And she'll come back when we meet two weeks later, and she will have done four completely different things. She might have done one of the five things she committed to. She will have done four other things, and her goal has changed. And then we spend the whole appointment doing it, doing it all over again. Her warrior block is, I can't decide. And it's her reason to not have to be accountable and move forward. I have another client who said to me once, I didn't like the app that we used to track all my commitments because it just became a mess with so many, with so many things on it. Which is the best comment ever, because as you could probably hear in what I just said, the issue is not really the app. <laughs> the issue is all of the things that are on it, that are staying on it, that aren't getting checked off, that's then becoming a mess. This, of course, as you can imagine, is a perfect metaphor for his life. His warrior block is, I'm too busy. And he was really frustrated at never getting to see his friends, never having enough time to relax, never being done with his house rehab, having too many projects going on at work. And when I asked him to prioritize, he had all kinds of reasons that he couldn't prioritize anything. And he would just continue being frustrated. That kept him 
from having to be fully accountable and commit to others what it is that he would he would accomplish. So you may have heard there's a there's a phrase that has been tossed around for a lot of years at work, which is what gets measured gets managed. Which means this is about bonus matrices and performance goals, right? What gets measured is what we pay attention to. So the magic here to get out of your warrior block, to get out of your lack of focus, to get out of hyper-focusing on what is happening globally right now, is to create structure to stay in action. But there's a specific way to do this in order to have it be effective. So coaching work often requires structure because we're not always good at prioritizing ourselves. And so what usually happens with a lot of my clients is whatever they've promised their boss comes first, whatever is, is on their bonus matrix comes next, whatever they have promised to their significant other or kids gets worked in there in the middle somewhere. And coaching, when we create warrior goals for coaching, it may include any of the things I just named. It may include what's happening with your boss. It may include what's happening with your significant other or with your kids. If it's something that you, that you personally want to work on, not because someone else wants you to work on it, but because you want to work on it, that's something that we may name as a warrior goal. Well, what happens is then you're not actually doing it for your boss. You're not actually doing it for your significant other or your kids. You're doing it for yourself. And those tend to be the things that we prioritize last, simply because there are these external pressures. It's, hard, it's easy to understand why it would happen this way. There are other people who are asking us about things and asking when we're going to have things done. And so it's easy to just do all of those first, either because that's what's in front of us or because we don't have to go back and say no. Or we don't want to have to go back and disappoint someone and reschedule and say it's going to take longer than planned. In order to then prioritize ourselves, it makes us feel selfish. And therefore, working on what it is that we really need for ourselves in order to create warrior goals, in order to live currently in our warrior state, which we talked about yesterday, or Friday on the podcast, in order to do that is a little bit different than getting anything else done in our lives. It's very much like prioritizing going to the gym, which many people are incredibly good at doing. And a lot of us aren't. One of my trainers several years ago said, if we knew how to get to where we wanted to go, we'd already be there. If we knew how to be our ideal weight and go to the gym six days a week, we'd already be there. And so the people who do go to the gym six days a week and who are living at their ideal weight, they do know how to do that. They figured that out because they've been doing it for years. The evidence is obvious, right? So for anything that is currently missing for you, for anything that you, where you feel like, if you feel like you're not focused at work, if you have to be looking for a job and you're not motivated to do that, if you feel like you are in action 
and it feels a little spastic right now, like you're in action in 10 different directions, or you're overwhelmed, or you're not getting enough sleep, or you're trying to figure out what to do with all of these people that are in your house all the time now with you. Whatever it is that's missing for you that you want to create, that you want to bring in, just keep in mind, if we knew how to get to where we wanted to go, we'd already be there. And so what's needed is not necessarily complicated or profound, but what's needed is something a little bit different. What's missing right now for a lot of people is continuous action in the face of adversity. And adversity can mean many things. It can mean you have two grown kids who've moved home or more. It could mean your young kids are now homeschooling. It could mean you and your significant other are now both working from home. It could mean financial adversity. It could mean dealing with um, someone who has a health risk. There's a lot of adversity that could be happening right now. And it's really easy to end up in fear, which is why in the second episode we talked about shifting, shifting from fear to fact so that it's occupying less of our brain. We can still be managing whatever the situation is without it, having, without it taking over our whole brain. And then we can be in adversity and also in action at the same time. We can be checking in on what's going on in the world and what other people are going through, but not spending all day on it. What's required for this is structure. And here's what that looks like. Some people complete things naturally without much structure. My friends say, I always need a project. My natural preference is to complete things. But what that means is my challenge tends to be that I'm not relaxing enough. And that right now is actually really important. That's where I had to create structure. In order to keep our immune systems high, in order to keep ourselves not only physically healthy, but mentally, emotionally healthy, we actually need to be relaxing right now. And that's really hard for me right now. And again, it's probably hard for some of you too. Right now, it feels like the world needs help. There's a lot of things we need to be do doing to help. And it doesn't work at all if we do it to the point that we are then drained. And so for me, that's where I needed to create structure. Some people prefer to leave their options open. Instead of having a natural preference to complete things like I do, they prefer to leave their options open. They're really good at relaxing and their challenge is starting things, starting projects, and then being more relaxed about completing them. So they need structure around the things that they wanna get done. I need structure around not doing. So many of us who are good at getting things done at work will need to create structure when making goals for ourselves. Because of what I was talking about a few minutes ago, that it's so easy to be pulled by what our boss needs, what our significant other needs, what our kids need, what our parents need. And so for most of us, even if we're really good at getting things done in many other areas, the place that we need to create structure is when making goals for ourselves. And for some of us, what's impacting us is getting work done right now. And that's where we need to create structure because we're spending a lot of the day being hijacked by the global condition or by having 18 family members in our house and by having our personal lives that have collided with our professional lives. It's always true 
that our personal lives and our professional lives impact each other. That's one of the things we start talking about in the very beginning of the first course. That when I start talking to someone who's not focused at work, one of the first things I listen for is what's happening in their whole life outside of work. Because if our energy is drained and dull outside of work, we're naturally going to show up that way when we're at work. But right now, for obvious reasons, that's happening way more than usual. Where where our entire family has probably been introduced at this point to our entire work team. Having structure can have different forms. So don't judge yourself for what kind of structure works for you or doesn't. There's no right or wrong about what kind of structure you're supposed to have. Someone, for some one person it might work. If you have a ton of things that need to get done during the day, putting them all in your calendar and time blocking might be the most effective for you. If there are things that, where you really need to block off time in your calendar so that that doesn't get scheduled by other people on your team. For me, it's, a, it's very simple. It's as simple as morning versus afternoon. So there, there are really four things that I have scheduled in my day. I check stats and news when I first wake up. And then I don't for the rest of the day. I do it once a day when I first wake up to find out what's going on. Then in the mornings, I do things that are on my to-do list. I have my to-do list in an Excel spreadsheet because I'm kind of an Excel geek. And in the morning, I pick whatever things need to get handled and do those. The afternoon is the time for project work. So in the morning, I get all that stuff off my brain, all the quick stuff, all the faster stuff that I need to have done to clear my head so that I can then focus in the afternoon and do project work like making a podcast. And then in the evening is when I schedule to relax and take time off. Now the evening, you know, that's a little smushy. I don't, I don't hold myself to stopping at five in the evening. I usually don't stop by six and sometimes I don't stop until eight, occasionally until nine. But I have committed to having some time, a couple of hours in the evening to relax before I go to bed and that's it. So some of you may need to be much more scheduled and structured than that. And I do, of course, have some meetings that get scheduled along the way for coaching appointments and with my team and all of that. But, but those, and those get slotted in as needed. So whatever structure works for you is what you should use. But find a structure. That's what's really needed right now. And I told you when I started the podcast that I would come back to what to do about dealing with the current crisis and the current global environment. And the answer is put it into your structure. If you identify a time, like for me, it's when I first wake up in the morning. If you identify a time for dealing with what's going on in the world, it then by default allows you to not be dealing with it for the rest of the day. What I've learned is not to do it before I go to bed at night because it makes it harder to go to sleep. That's why I do it when I first get up in the morning. So pick a time for, and I understand if you have relatives or family members with health issues, you may likely have to deal with it whenever it comes up, right? So do what you need to do. But absent that kind of high priority, when it comes to just watching news stories and looking at stats, pick a time. And not more than like an hour at the most, and I would argue more like 30 minutes so that you're informed and you're dealing with it, but you're not living in it. And you may have to have discussions with whoever else is in your house about the same thing. You may all have to agree on what the structure is gonna be about that. 
It's possible that for you, maybe what you'll need to schedule is homeschool time versus work time versus me time. Or maybe you'll have to schedule which room in the house people get to schedule for alone time since no one has any right now. Maybe it's, it's the rec room in the basement. Maybe it's, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the back deck. Maybe it's the back patio. But whatever it is, maybe that's what needs the structure that needs to be in place so that everyone gets a little bit of alone time somewhere. And then once you've created basic structure, create commitments for what you want to get done. In the second podcast episode, when we talked about shifting from fear to fact, we talked about finding something that compels you, that draws you in as positive action that you're taking every day. And that may need to get worked into your structure somewhere. Because again, those things that we prioritize for ourselves are the things that often are hardest for us to get done. What I would suggest is that you make commitments each week about what you're gonna do. So it may be, so make commitments about what kind of structure you're gonna put in place and make commitments about what that thing is, what that project is that you're gonna bring in, that you're gonna start working on, that will compel you, that will draw you in, that will create giant amounts of positivity for you in your psyche. And let me tell you that one of the biggest practices of this coaching work, of, our, of setting warrior goals, and commitments to achieve them is not to expect that everything you commit to will be done. The insights are revealed in the things you say that you really want that don't get done. That's where we start to find what gets in our way. Because remember, the places that we hit all of, that we set commitments and we hit them all are probably not the places where we feel like something's missing right now because we're doing it. So if you are feeling like something's missing and you want to address it and go after it and you're going to start creating structure, you're going to start finding challenges to the structure that you created. And that will bring up your warrior blocks. It will bring up some kind of judgment about yourself. It'll bring up, I'm too busy to have any structure. It'll bring, whatever it is that usually gets in your way will come up. And know that that is a great place to be learning. So figure out what the structure is that you need Make commitments about what you're going to do during the week that will draw you in and compel you what project you're going to take on. It can be work-related or not work-related. Whatever it is that's going to make you as a human feel positive, feel like you're, you're developing something positive in your life. So create that structure and create those commitments and then start to notice, because this is really important, don't give up if it doesn't all get done. This is exactly where you want to be. This is exactly where the good info is. Don't give up when it doesn't get done. Start to notice when it doesn't get done. Make a note. What came up in that moment that kept it from getting done? Keep a list. And lastly, talk to a friend weekly and tell them what you're committing to. And this is really important because Telling someone out, there are two things. First of all, writing down what you're committing to, your structure and whatever the thing is that will draw you in and compel you. Writing it down causes our brains to create clarity about what we're committing to. It's easy in our head for it to be kind of smushy. 
But when we write it down, we have to be clearer. Second, when you tell it to a friend, it causes your brain to get it that you're committing to it. And it then gives you a, friend, a reason to talk to your friend we weekly about something positive about which you want to move forward. It'll give you a reason to talk to your friend weekly about something other than news stories. And you can work together on figuring out how to be drawn in and compelled by something right now that you want to, that you want to use to create something positive in your life. So create structure, figure out what the thing is that you're going to be drawn in and compelled to that you're committed to, that you're committing to, write it down and then talk to a friend weekly and tell them what it is. And then notice without any judgment, because this happens to everyone, where you don't get those things done that you're committing to. Tomorrow we have a really good episode where I'm going to give you some, I decided to give you something that I actually don't talk about until my sixth and seventh online courses in the Warriors at Work course series because it's really relevant to what everyone's going through right now and it's really needed. So I'm going to bring that tomorrow. Have a good day. I will talk to you tomorrow. You are ready to become a warrior at work so that you get to fully live. I'm inviting you to join our Warriors at Work program where you'll identify your warrior self, find your warrior purpose, develop your warrior squad, and start living as a warrior leader. Using the E9 corporate coaching model that I developed after years of coaching and managing people, it's risk-free. If you fully engage and do the work and don't feel like it's working for you, I'll give you your money back. You can join just the first course or the whole series of seven courses. Go to warrior at work.com to sign up. I'll see you there.